I knew I didn't buy a ticket. But I also knew the only thing standing between me and getting into the club and seeing the DJ that I wanted to see, a thick layer of brick and three security guards. The security guards average weight 225 height. I'm thinking 6'2 myself, 5'9", a buck 70. I had a choice. If I wanted to get in, I either had to be cunning or charming. Everyone, this episode was originally uploaded on February 19th of 2019. Enjoy. Would you rather be loved or feared? That's a great question. One that I don't often entertain, but when I do, I mean, right off the bat, I'd rather be loved. Personally, that's just me. I I feel like a lot of people probably, they would say the same thing. But look, I love playing devil's advocate. It is one of my favorite things to do. And I can honestly see where someone would probably want to be feared versus love. And it might be profession-based, just kind of how they were raised, who they are. I think Michael Scott, he said it best. It was something along the lines of he wants people to fear how much they love him. And I think that's a bit of a cop-out. I think he worked a loophole in there because the question is very black or white. It's two extremes, love and fear. There's no, I would want to be just strongly liked universally, right? That, that's a pretty solid option, but it's just not an option at all. It's a good question, though. It's a classic question. And I, I actually came to terms, I don't know if coming to fruition, but I, I was faced with a very similar question this past weekend. And it was, would I rather be cunning or charming? And how did the two play out? It, 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 the scenario was simple. I wanted to see this DJ. I wanted to go to an event, and I don't know if it was a bar, if it was a dance club. It was. I'm just going to call it a venue. But um, I I had other plans, and so I didn't buy a ticket. But one thing led to another, and I checked the clock. There's still an hour and a half left to go to this venue. I thought, why not? Let's see if I can go in. And I didn't know if it would really sell out. This was the first time I was ever getting to go to this specific location. And this DJ, I don't know if he has like a big name in Portland or, or kind of what his following was. But I thought, you know what, why not? I'm going to show up. Worst case, I pay a little more than the actual ticket. Let's just kind of see how it plays out. But I remember showing up to the venue. No expectations. I was feeling pretty good. It, it was a light drizzle. I want everyone to know something too. It was probably, it was, it was brisk. I had a jean jacket on, I was a little cold, and it was raining a bit, so I was trying to like, and I didn't actually have any headwear on too, so I mean, the drizzles, they're kind of hitting my face, I'm getting a little bit colder, pneumonia wasn't a worry just yet, hypothetically, if I was out longer, I might start, you know, considering other options in terms of just shelter or even clothing in general, but no, I, I showed up outside the venue, and no line, but there were people in the vicinity uh, just catching a breath of fresh air, making a phone call, talking to some friends, having a cigarette, general things. Um, so I just, I beelined literally to the front and there were two security guards that met me and I found it so interesting. You got to understand something. So the construction of this facility, they provided a front step before you actually walked into the front door and you probably got, Ooh, I would say maybe a meter across four feet back of room. So two security guards checking IDs, making sure you have a ticket and at first I didn't, I was wondering, like, I don't, it just seems like an odd place for a step. I don't know if it's for flooding reasons or what, the, it, it just kind of seems like a nuisance. You got to walk up and then walk a meter in to get inside this joint. I wasn't thinking much of it, but I realized 
I wonder if it was to provide these security guards with a little bit more confidence, because there was two of them, and one of them was 6'2", so hypothetically with no step, he's still looking down on me, he can probably impose his will, and I can't do much about it. But the other one, and he was the main one working working the door, the the man standing 6'2", he was in and out, I'm assuming checking, making sure everything else all right, but the one that I was engaging with, 5'7", he was thick, he looked muscular, but he was 5'7", so... I mean, if it's even playing field, I'm looking down on him, but he's a step up now. So he's just looking over me, but it was enough for me to notice it. Let's keep in mind. I don't have a ticket. I am unaware of this specific artist has any following in Portland. I, I, I just don't know if it's going to be packed at all. So I asked the question, what's the deal? Um, is this sold out? How are things looking? I get hit with, yes, it's sold out. And that was it. He didn't give me anything else to work off. Just Yes. So I have to carry the conversation kind of rude on his part, but okay. I said, okay, understandable. Um, any way, any way I can get in, I, I just let me know. So I don't waste some time. He says, no, we're sold out and we've hit max occupancy. So that's the bigger hurdle. The sold out thing. I feel like I could finagle my way out of that, but the fact that they're at max occupancy, that's an issue because now I'm thinking, oh, is it a fire hazard? Are they actually to capacity? I mean, I was just going to go in, dance a little bit, maybe have a Michelob Ultra and call it a night. I don't know how much my presence would actually risk the safety of others. But hey, I'm not here to argue with that. I don't really know the logistics of this whole situation. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I walk away. But I only walked about 10 feet because I just didn't buy that. I'm not going to give up that easily. It's raining. It's a light drizzle. That jean jacket getting wetter by the second. I needed to make moves fast. I'm rethinking my pitch. Here's what I'm going to do. The question comes about cunning or charming. I either tap him on the shoulder, slip in through the door, and try to get around the guy standing 6'2". He looked athletic. That probably wasn't my best option. Nonetheless, what are we left with? Got to be charming. Got to fluctuate the voice, use some hand motions. Maybe if I can get him to laugh, maybe he might look the other way and I can slip in. Maybe if he's just kind of fascinated with my train of thought, and kind of why I'm showing up here, maybe he'd let me in. Maybe he'd feel bad that my jean jacket was getting wetter and wetter by the second. I'd get back in line. Now one other person came through, but they had tickets. So I was a bit of a delayed entrance, but they chatted for a bit. Next thing you know, I'm composed, I'm collected, I'm ready. And I say, hey, look, I, um, I understand what you're doing here. And I get it. This is a job, and I'm not here to make your job any more difficult than it is. But please understand this. I've been wanting to see that man DJing for, oh, what, past two years? And I'm going to be honest, I didn't think I'd be able to stand here today. I I actually didn't think I'd be available to be out in front of you right now. I didn't buy a ticket. Financially speaking, I think responsible on my end. But here I am. Look, money doesn't buy happiness, and this is a timeless experience I want to be there for. I'm aware the venue is going to be closing down soon. This might be my last chance. (laughs) Is there anything I can do? whatever you need. Do I have to get a ticket from someone else? Hypothetically, if I pushed you and made my way through, I mean, what are we looking at there? Is that, is that punishable? I don't do jail time for that. Would I get thrown out? I've actually never been thrown out of a joint, so that could, that could, that could be fun. You grab me by the collar, kind of hoist me through. I would like that. But what's the issue? Is there any chance I get in there? And again, holding his same premise, being a very tough and I'd say professional man, he said, nope, sold out. We're at max occupancy. 
So that whole max occupancy, that's getting a little annoying because I just don't buy it. Max occupancy to me, that screams almost overflowing out the venue. And I didn't see anyone within 15 yards of the entrance. So that's a big issue there. But what am I going to do? Well, here's the thing though. Max occupancy, there must be some sort of obviously safety reasons. Uh, if there's an earthquake, if there's a fire, people need to exit. But they, there's got to be more than one way in, one way out. Okay. Get a little colder in that jean jacket, but now I'm wrapping it, kind of tensing up my muscles, get the blood flowing, maybe gaining an extra 10 to 15 minutes of warmth. I walk around the backside and boom, I see the target door, entrance, exit. Issue being they got a security guard there. A little different though. He probably stood six, two and a half, but not nearly as athletic as the two at the front. It looked more drama club versus varsity football. So maybe, athletically speaking, a little spin move, some sort of crossover, uh, tap the shoulder, make him look one way, and then I'm in. That probably wouldn't have worked at the two at the front. They were cream of the crop. Things are different. Either way, got to assess the situation. I was lucky, though, there, there was an awning, so I was able to evade the rain. That probably bought me another 10 to 15 minutes. It's, it's how bad do I want it at this point? Now, strategically speaking, I was at a bit of a loss because I didn't think, you know, I, recycling my old material that I used on the, the first two guys, I just don't think that would work on this guy. He's stationed alone. You've got to think he's on much more high alert, kind of sniffing out any BS I throw his way. So... I mean, that was off limits. I used all of my charm, though, in the first one. I, I drained it all. It, it's just me at this point. Slightly damp. A little desperate. W- what do I do? Never been in this situation. The closer I got to him, the closer I realized probably not going to be able to sneak past him. The door was narrow. There's no one else there. As humans do, I uh, innately just open up conversation. Let's see how he's doing first. I'm trying to connect with a human being talk it up a bit. After about a minute of me asking a few questions, generic, how are you doing? What's the deal? How long have you been working here? I'm just going to tell him what I'm really here for. I'm like, look, I don't actually have a ticket. I tried getting in the front a few times. They wouldn't let me in. I'm assuming you probably won't let me in either. Open-ended question. And he said, no, I wouldn't. You're right. You know what? Nothing to lose. I've seen this done in movies. I've heard about it. I say to him, hypothetically, if I had $100, slipped you 100 would you let me in? He said yes. A very quick yes, too. Okay, let's work with this. Hypothetically, if I had a 20 would you let me in? He says, really? I said, I'm going to be 100% sincere. He said, yes, I would. Uh, learned a lesson there right off the bat. So I've, I've got confirmation, hypothetically, if I have cold, hard cash, I'm probably going to be let in. I should have started... These hypothetical scenarios, much lower, maybe five bucks to start, maybe 10. I don't think he would have done it for a dollar. A quick five might have been nice. So I learned there, and I think the hundred was kind of catch him off guard a bit, maybe a little humor in there. He can kind of sense the sarcasm, but he said yes. Next thing I know, I've got my naked rose gold iPhone out. I'm in Google Maps, typing ATM, 0.3 miles away. Are you serious? Okay. Let me get this straight. So not only do I get to go for a light jog, not not only do I get to go for a light jog, warm up, burn some calories, but I then get to withdraw $20, put it in my pocket, jog back, I'm staying warm at this point, reach back into my pocket, take the 20, very slyly slip this man the money, but then I get let in the back door. Are Are we serious? Sign me up. And here's where things get interesting. 
I get the 20. I jog back. I slip in the money. I shake his hand. I'm in the back door. I'm in the venue. Everyone, I was talking about extremes before this, love and fear, uh, cunning and charming. And I thought you could only choose one. I thought it was black and white. I was wrong. Because in that one scenario, not only do I think I utilized charm, but the subtle slip of the 20, the spin move, I'm into the venue dancing, I didn't get a Michelob Ultra. Nonetheless, that's pretty cunning to me. So if it's cunning or charming, I'm saying both. <laughs>